In this Better Talks, Janusz talks to Carl Sargoner. Carl is a technical consultant with a wide range of experience in the field of web and application development. From being the CTO of a thriving agency to helping his clients grow their technology to meet their ambitions, he can also be found tinkering in his garage with IoT devices. Janusz and Carl talk about the role and importance of the Chief Technology Officer in agencies, what makes a good or poor one, do they need to be from a tech background, the challenges and what you should look out for when recruiting. Welcome Carl Sargoner. Hello. Hello. Uh, so we're old friends, we know each other well. Um, many years now. <laughs> many years, too many years. Uh, we Some were business partners, we set up our agency together, we go way yeah, back. This- it's uh, our first, my, my, my certainly first foray into, um, yeah, doing stuff for myself as opposed to working for other people. Are we still talking? Um, Just. We still, <laughs> <laughs> we still get out. Um, pandemic um, has created all kinds of problems. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're here today um, to talk about CTOs. What makes a good chief technology officer? You know, what are yeah. they? Uh, before we go into that, do you want to give our audience a little bit of background about who you are, what you do, why yeah. your opinion is relevant? Okay. Um, I'm Carl. I have been working uh, in the .NET uh, kind of space for, gosh, pushing on for 17, 18, nearly 20 years now. It's a long time. Um, uh, working predominantly in e-commerce website uh, technologies, but a lot of back-end stuff, a lot of cloud stuff. Um, for the past 10 years, I've been helping companies, um, uh, I suppose, shape their, their technology as, as a consultant more than uh, as, a, uh, um, as an employee. So yeah, I've been, I've been consulting for about 10 years, so uh, kind of with a lot of e-commerce companies, um, yeah, uh, moving around, um, staying on top of things. I try and keep up to date with what's happening in the world out there. Good. So we, I think we, we were kind of drawn to each other to set up um, our agency uh, many mm. moons ago because I think we had what, what I see in the kind of, the, you know, the technical space. Um, I'm going to cast aspersions here and, and, and throw some stereotypes <laughs> out there. Is that technologists love technology, right? And, and yeah. as a consequence, um, a, a technologist view of the world is technology yeah. driven, right? And you and I, I think, um, were able to see technology from a wider commercial perspective and we're able mm-hmm. to, to communicate clearly I think yeah. um, very much so and, it, and it's kind of what got our, our agency off the ground I think in, in the early days was our ability to be able to do that yeah. um, so I want to talk a little bit about why you know why that was and, and, uh, and as a consequence I think or conversely to that um, perhaps what you know what should we look out for if we're, if we're recruiting a CTO before we dive yeah. in what does what, what, CTO what does it mean what do they do uh, CTO, uh, Chief Technology Officer, is e- effectively where the buck stops with tech uh, in companies. You know, you tend to get them at much larger sized companies, but you know, you, you, the, the name could be uh, Chief Digital Officer. Um, it could be you know uh, Head of Tech. It could be at some places just the the Senior Developer, depending on the size, size of your place, uh, the size of your company. Uh, but essentially main job of the CTO is to make sure that what the, the, the tech part of the business is actually 
serving the business predominantly and doing what the business needs it to do. It's there to ensure that um, what the business uh, direction, which could change, you know, people move move um, business directions and, and react to things. Sometimes the current global situation has first forced a lot of people to, um, especially a lot of red brick, red brick kind of um, uh, uh, shops and things like that, have had to be forced to go online. Um, so you, you've got to be able to react to that change. You've got to be able to um, move with that, um, and, and that's where having having someone in that in that CTO role makes this kind of either easy or, or very very difficult if you don't have that position so, all right yeah. so i'm going to go straight in there what makes a good one what makes what makes a good cto so you've just mentioned that they need to be you know they're there to represent the technology interest of the business and to kind of mm. keep keep it keep the technology relevant and stable but to support the business as well um what, what do you think makes a good cto well i'll come back to what one of the things that you said and so one of the reasons that the two of us work well together and a lot of teams and a lot of um, uh, companies, when they hire, they sometimes try and hire for what they see as a cultural fit. Uh, we want people to be like us, think like us, who want to do the same thing that we do. And that's not necessarily always what you want in a CTO. You know, everybody's different. Your development team are different, even within the team themselves. You know, you have some individuals in your team who uh, are naturally introverted, who don't like to stand up in meetings and make a point. And even if they know that something is wrong, um, you, you they, they, they won't. Whereas you have other members of the team who are quite happy to stand up and and go, and go to regular meetups and you know do internal talks and, and write blogs and are, are, are outspoken. Uh, who are naturally um, curious and will go and look at what's new out there. And as a CTO, you've got to work with all these different individual types and, and make them work together to see the bigger picture. You know, some some people's in, uh, individual goals will, will vary naturally because um, without trying to... Um, uh, cast expressions and, 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 and other roles you know tech people tend to be natural thinkers they tend to be you know the you're drawn to tech if you are of reasonable intelligence you tend to be you know the, the, the people who are, are are able to react quickly and and learn stuff and and deal with complicated situations hold um huge amounts of information in your head and, and access it and, and, and draw on your experience and that makes you sometimes pretty opinionated and to be able to deal with all of that to be able to understand that and know that despite having all these different personalities available you still have the delivery of where your business goals are and that's what a CTO does it basically could, a CTO will translate those business goals and make the team work in that direction. That's not to say it's an easy thing to do, uh, and a lot of people. I was going to say, it sounds like a bloody nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, um, we we uh, have that situation that, that uh, I'm dealing with, uh, and I'm sure everyone in their own business mm. has the same situation they're dealing with right now. So. Yeah. So it's le leadership, effectively. So it's it's leadership of people and mine goes back to and i might have mentioned this on a, on a previous episode i don't know if you saw it the netflix documentary about the chicago bulls um, yes and, yeah yeah and how yeah. probably the coaches 
greatest ability was just to get those individuals to play as a team. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm sure you see that a lot with, with kind of football coaches who uh, have uh, superstars in their, in, their, in, their, in their ranks, the Barcelona, for example, right now, but are doing awfully. And, you know, the, just having tech superstars, just having intelligent people does not make a good team. You know, it, it is teamwork, ultimately, at the end of the day, that gets you to where you want to go. And do they need to be from a technical background? So, mm. you know, like you mentioned, I think you started off by saying that typically people that are drawn to tech might be a bit more introverted, et cetera, et cetera. Doesn't sound like the kind of traits and attributes uh, of an awesome leader. So do CTOs, do they need to come from a, from a tech background? Is, there a, is it possible to find somebody who's technically excellent and with great natural leadership skills? Yeah, it's a tough one because... A lot of CTOs tend to have risen through the ranks. You know, you tend to be, and and tech leadership generally, you tend to be. You know, I'm a good developer. I start by getting some management experience. I manage my dev team. I'm the lead dev. I then become uh, digital lead. Maybe, excuse me, and then keep going up until you get that position. So you do tend to get a lot of people who are from that background. Um, and what those people don't necessarily always have is other other people's skills the, the the empathy the understanding of their team um the ability to you know inspire a common goal in the team um so yeah i i i argue will arguably um the tech can be taught the tech can be learned um whereas the the, the other skills the empathy the the the, the understanding the um, the ability to find what is the best way to get your team to work together. That's mm -hmm. not something which is as easy to learn. The tech, you know. Uh, um, one other thing, uh, and there are many things that kind of, you know, help with tech leadership. You are never in the CTO position, or very, very rarely in the CTO position, going to be the best at that tech job in the room. Yeah, right. You, you know, you, you, you want to hire for your team so that the people who you're working with, they're the guys, the, the, the people, sorry, not just guys, they're the, they're the people who are um, going to be the ones at, at the tech, at the coalface, actually doing the work. And they're the ones who, who will, will be uh, dealing with it. You know, of course, you're going to provide guidance and leadership and, you know, the, the fundamental principles don't really alter that much. But... As CTO, you're very rarely going to be able to stay up to date with what the latest technology is, mm -hmm. what the latest ways of doing things are, what the latest frameworks are, what the best guidance with. And that changes even in a two, three year period. You know, tech is moving so rapidly. So you are very much dependent on mm -hmm. um, finding the right people and getting them to be able to communicate that, not just within the team themselves, but upwards as well. Yeah. And to listen to their ideas. You know, you, you, don't, you don't make decisions yourself it's not a case of uh sending uh, direction downwards say you must do it this way because this is the way i've decided that's you could try that but i don't think it'll work out too well yeah i mean that takes a it takes a hell of a lot of confidence vulnerability uh experience self-confidence to you so i you know yeah. i say that if, in any kind of leadership position if anybody's reporting to you um, if you can be the dumbest person in your team as a leader, you're in a great place. You know, the dumbest yeah. person with, with, <laughs> with some brilliant no. people below you, then you're in Absolutely. a good position Absolutely. to be in. If you can get the best out of your team, because uh, you're not the one doing the work, you're the one who's reporting to the board mm. at the end of the day. You're the one who's reporting to the directors to say, yeah, we have this project in hand or this project is now going to be six months late because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah.
So what I see as being a huge challenge, and not, and this is in CTO roles and, and any kind of leadership position, and I see a lot of my clients, a lot of the agencies that I work with, and they stall at about 45 employees, somewhere between mm. 40 and 50 employees, right? They get stuck. Um, because typically, you know, one person I think can effectively manage seven people and seven sevens. We then start needing this middle management layer. Yep. And the, like we've said, this middle management layer are typically promoted or over-promoted technicians. Yeah. Yeah. And this middle management is one of the hardest roles to fill. And if those roles aren't good, yeah. um, you'll get stuck because that role needs to be, like you've said, needs to be strategic executioner from the top down, mm-hmm. but equally trade union representative <laughs> That's from, it. from the bottom yeah. up. I say your your greatest strength is your is is the, the people who are doing the work you know at the, at the work level. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the, the the series um, uh, Silicon Valley. It was a HBO series many years ago, and there's a particular scene in it where um, decisions came from the board about the estimate for when this particular project would be delivered, and then they went down a level and said, "But you haven't told the directors about this problem." Uh, that's going to be at least another six weeks. And then the next level down said, but hang on, you didn't tell your mm. boss about this problem because this is another two weeks. Well, I'm not going to tell them about this. So yeah, that, that communication must absolutely be two-way problems up and, and, and you know, um, direction downwards. And what are they, so flipping this on its head, what, what are the traits of a, of a poor CTO? And what, mm. what if, you, if you're in a business that has one, you know what? What might we be seeing? If you've got a bad CTO, what kind of what kind of things happen? Uh, you naturally find tech churn with the developers a lot. I think you know people who, unfortunately, the well, not not unfortunately, the the job market being what it is right now, and with the huge demand of tech um, developers out there, tech skills out there, if someone's in the company where they're not enjoying the role and they're not able to grow, then, you know, they're going to leave. Uh, people will go somewhere else and find something to do. Uh, and it's one of the hardest roles and responsibilities, in, especially in the hiring side of things, which a lot of people forget um, when you're building a team. It's not just a one-way interview. You're not finding people who... Um, who, who, who have the right tech skills because you might find someone who's got great, great, fantastic tech skills, but, you know, um, will stick around for six months and disappear. But you actually want to find an ex- and, and, and convince them that you're the right fit for them. You want to build, find a team that's going to come join you, stick around and grow with you on your journey. So half the interview and half the responsibility is you know, finding people who, who can um, and will stick around uh, and, 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 and mm. you know, go in the same direction as you. So in tech companies with a bad leader, you will get churn because that's not how the teams are filled. You're, 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 find, you're, you're, you're filling with potentially people who are, mm. who are just uh, in it for their own personal gain. And when you're in the tech industry and if you don't like where you're working and there's six other job offers who are giving you the same or more money than you're out the door, you know. Uh, that's certainly one thing. Um, you know, the, the the common usual suspects of, of micromanagement. Uh, why is Dave or why is Sally on 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 this person doing this particular thing this way? 
um, a CTO needs to be above that. You can't you can't get down at the tech level. You know, coming back to what we said earlier about once you get into management, once you get into middle and higher management, you aren't a programmer day to day. Your mm -hmm. primary responsibility isn't to write code. Yeah, you might still be able to kind of dip in and out of it, and you, and you should. Uh, I very abs I absolutely believe that a CTO, you can't just stop being involved with tech altogether. You, you'll just kind of lose touch over time. Mm -hmm. But your primary work day-to-day -day is not going to be writing code. You will not be at a compiler, you know, 10 hours a day, five hours a day, however long it is. Uh, so, yeah, um, just that, that, that being that, yeah. I'll tell you what I've seen. I'll tell you what we've seen, actually, in my mm. mind. My mind harks back to when we had a, a day job <laughs> when we worked for somebody else. Um, yes. uh, and, and we see, um, I'm not going to mention no names, obviously, but the, the, the CTO is being defensive mm. you know technology is um how, how can i put this in its own silo away from the rest of the business deliberately kept at arm's yeah. length difficult yeah. to deal with um yeah. a, a general attitude among the team of being difficult and just separate yeah and fighting and against the rest of the business frequently expensive as well tech the, the tech department on a Per salary basis is frequently the best paid in a lot of a lot of companies. You know mm. that's just the way it it is with um, with the work right now. So what's your um what's your what's your advice? So our, our audience here, right? We're agencies typically, okay. so, and and it could be um it could be a PPC or SEO agency. And we have some kind of tech stack internally, or a, yeah. you know dev design app build yeah. agency, something like that. If we're looking to recruit a CTO or promote yeah. somebody upwards into a CTO position. Mm -hmm. What's your advice? What, we sh what should we do? Um, you want to make sure the person that you're thinking about um, putting in that role has good appreciation, not just at the tech side of things, but at the people side of things. Ultimately, the CTO's role and responsibility is going to uh, sink or swim based on, on on their on their people skills on their ability to mm. understand the problems of a team and the empathy of a team to be able to communicate uh, that with the with the team but also to bring you know listen to the team's issues and bring them up to mm. board level and, and make decisions on that um you know training is important uh, skills are important um people are very People can CTOs and technology kind of leaders can be sometimes reticent to kind of bring up and, and, and kind of let, let people have training. One of the things I, I, I hear about um, anecdotally a lot is, is that, that, that that kind of old thing of um, a conversation between a CTO and a CEO, and the CEO is saying, you know, you want to you want to have a budget for so many thousands to train your team. But what happens if we spend all that money and uh, we give them all these qualifications and they leave? And the response to that from the CTO is, you know, but think about the opposite situation. What happens if we don't spend that money, we don't get them all that training qualifications and they stay? <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 know, you end up with a team who are effectively stagnant. You know, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so true. So true. Um, uh, Carl, it's been an absolute pleasure talking mm. CTOs in tech. I think I, I think, think it took uh, talk a lot longer for this. <laughs> there's there's uh, so much in this area. 
Uh, yeah, I, I think one of the key things that you've highlighted is, you know, um, there's a lot of technicians out there, you know, mm. but, but they don't make CTOs. It's people yeah. skills, empathy, um, communication, leadership that, that yeah. makes a good CTO. Um, that's it. The tech can be learned, the tech can be taught. Yeah. Um, and it's much easier to be uh, a good CTO if you have those, those wider skills as opposed yeah. to the tech side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Carl Sargner, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for spending some time with me talking CTOs. Um, I'm sure we'll speak again. Until next time, take care. Thanks a lot. Thanks all.